The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, April 2nd edition. Hope everybody had a good weekend and a good holiday weekend and is ready for another week of MLB DFS action. Got some ups and downs over the weekend, some star guys pitching like duds and some not-so-star guys pitching like aces. It's baseball is back, baby. It is back in a big way. And we got a five-game slate here on Monday the 2nd. Five-game early, nine-game main. Let's just get at it early. Uh, weather looks pretty darn good. Maybe the Oakland game tonight, Texas Oakland wind blowing out to right center a little bit. But uh, as of last night, everything looked just fine on the weather front. Your totals on the day, Twins at Pirates 8.5, Rays at Yankees to be determined because of Austin Pruitt. Royals, Tigers 9, Cardinals, Brewers 9, Cubs, Reds 9, White Sox, Blue Jays 9.5. Since a trend yet, Orioles, Astros 9, Red Sox, Marlins 9, Phillies, Mets 8.5. Nationals, Braves, 9. Dodgers, D-backs, 9. Rangers, A's, 9. Indians, Anaheim, 9. Rockies, Padres, 8.5. One, two, a two be determined, and, and three. So four games are below nine. Everything else is nine or above. So as you can guess, pitching is going to be interesting is the nicest way I can put it today. So let's get out the five-game slate real quick here. Your top price pitchers, Tyler Chatwood. I will never pay 10-1 for Chatwood, especially in a hitter's ballpark like Great American Small Park. If he shuts him down, tip my cap. I'll be starting at Jordan Montgomery at 9100 bucks. He will be the chalk of the slate. But the lefty going at home, opening day for the Yanks in the Bronx. Big strikeout arm, over 22% last year. Good swinging strike rate, and he limits the hard contact. He does give up home runs. That is a thing with Jordan Montgomery. But it's like we talked about with Tanaka the other day. You know, he gave up that bomb to Grichik, and he still threw great and got the job done. Montgomery's a lot like that. He will have his ups and downs throughout the year. But, you know, lefties only hit 285, righties only 297 off of Montgomery. And it is the Rays lineup we were talking about here who just struggled. Obviously, Price and Sale are different than Montgomery. But even like the Velasquez of the world and other pitchers in Boston were able to stifle this team that's going to get stifled quite a bit this year. There's a couple of you know, bats in that lineup you can look at, but nothing that really lights you on fire. So Jordan Montgomery at 9,100 is a arm to target on the day slate. Likely chalk, but he will be there. Now it just gets 
kind of what level of pain do you want to tolerate? And it's Jameis and Tyon, eighty-eight hundred bucks. You know, he had a very, very good spring. Velocity was through the roof. Last year, struck out over twenty-one percent. Hard contact rate was low. Ground ball was great. Lots to like about Tyon. You got to remember though, lefties hit him very, very well. So when you're looking at Tyon and the Twins, Twins four one three totals, third lowest on the day. Lefties three fifty-five, righties three twenty-two last year. So you know, Rosario, Kepler. Uh, and company can be a little terrifying there, but nice ballpark to, to pitch in because uh, Minnesota is more of a hitter's park than people think, but still can be friendly at times. So Tyon at 88 is on the list. You have the likes of Lance Lynn at 86, pitching in Minnesota, making his debut. Actually, it's at Pittsburgh, so even better for Tyon. My bad. Even better for Tyon. Uh, Lynn at Pittsburgh, so no DH to worry about here. Pittsburgh coming off that double header yesterday. If it's a lefty heavy lineup, there's concern. But Adam Frazier DH'd over the weekend, so I'm not sure if they have a spot in the lineup for him. But then you have guys like Bell and Polanco and others, and yes, that can be a tad bit concerning. Uh, lefties 349, righties 261 though. So if it's you know five lefties or less, he might be worth the gamble at 8600 bucks. So Lance Lynn got to keep an eye on. Tyon has much more K upside than Lance Lynn if you want to differentiate the two. Go a little farther down the list, you got Francisco Liriano. Yes, it's never fun rostering Francisco Liriano at 7300 bucks. He's pitching at home in Detroit, Detroit's home opener, and Francisco gets the call. He's facing Kansas City, whose offense just isn't good, but Liriano not great either. Last year at a K rate of 19.4%, but walked 12% of the guys he faced. Ground ball rate and the, the hard contact was good. It's just if he's walking guys, he doesn't go deep in the games, he gets into trouble, and that's just... Common sense with most pitchers, but really bad with Liriano. Lefties hit 286 off Liriano. Righties smoked him at 374. But outside of the likes of Whit Merrifield, maybe Jorge Soler, who hasn't really got it popping quite yet, not a ton of righties that really scare you in that lineup. It's mainly, you know, no Salvi Perez anymore. You got Moustakis and Duda from the left side. Overall, that lineup doesn't, like, strike fear into you. So if you want to gamble on uh, Lariano, 7300 bucks, knock yourself out. If you're playing cash, you're pretty much looking at guys like Montgomery and Tyon. Maybe Montgomery and Lynn. That's where I go there. The rest is all GPP guys like Mike Mikolas at 6800 bucks, The Lizard King. Absolutely like this guy. I like his stuff a lot. You know, his first couple spring starts are up. Then he finished really, really strong for the Cardinals. The velocity was coming back up. The movement on his off-speed pitches that he learned in Japan. Uh, when he was gone for about three years, were very, very impressive. So keep an eye on Mikolas. Um, a lot of these guys might be guys that are we roster a ton later in the year. You got to see what they have. But Mikolas is 68. And if you want to go complete GPP and just not care in the world, you got guys like Tyler Molle, who I'm really big on. I haven't been season long leagues. You know, pitching at home in Great American Small Park against the Cubs, not exactly ideal. He's 6,200 bucks. The kid has really good stuff coming off a big spring. There's some high hopes from Molle. Um, Last year wasn't great. He's big ground ball rate over 52% last year in a small sample. Did have control problems that a lot of young pitchers have. Cubs have a 4.68 total, one of the higher on the slates. Lefties hit him at 399, righties 274. So there's a definite thump in that Cubs lineup in that ballpark. As you remember with the totals we talked about, there's a lot there. The last guy, if you want to throw a $4,000 dart, it's a bullpen game. It's in the Bronx. I'm not going to be targeting pitchers a ton versus the Yankees. He's $4,000, so you only need like eight-plus points from him. If you want to roll that dice with Pruitt, knock yourself out. But I'm looking at Montgomery up top, and then you got like Tyon and Lynn in the middle, Liriano, Mikulis, Molle, pretty much in those orders. Like that's where I'm going there. 
it's a very sketch slate as expected. Take a quick look at your bats on this slate before we get into the big nine-gamer for your evening action. You got the likes of uh, Gary Sanchez against Pruitt's always in play there. Uh, Wilson Contreras versus Molly. You want the lefties there. Slide down a little more. Like If you are going to not use Tyon, Jason Castro at 33 is okay. I don't hate that a ton. Uh, if Jordan Hicks cracks the line, or John Hicks, sorry, John Hicks of Detroit cracks the lineup for uh, Detroit, he's first base catcher eligible, he's 2900 bucks. His bat uh, usually hits about fifth or sixth in that lineup going against Hamill. I don't hate it. Uh, uh, Tucker Barnhart at 28 versus Tyler Chatwood, I do that quite a bit as a, a value catcher. Anytime you can get a guy in, in that ballpark, it's always a good start, and you're facing um, Chatwood, who lefties hit 360 on last year, right? He's 314. So Tucker uh, Barnhart at 2800 bucks is in play. So you can save some cash here at the catcher's position unless you, you're pretty much paying up top or you're going down below to that option. One I do like, see, I like Montgomery. He's got big K upside. The Rays strike out a lot to start the year. At the same time, he is going to give up a homer or two. So a guy like Wilson Ramos, hitting in the middle of a raised lineup. You're getting a catcher at the middle. Like Barnhart, we like, but he's towards the bottom. Ramos will get in the middle of the lineup at 2600 bucks. If he does give up a homer or two or a little rally, hopefully, um, you know, you got Ramos in the middle who's got big-time power at 2600 bucks. so I don't mind that at all. Going over to first base, Rizzo at 51 is outstanding. Uh, Votto at 45, both great plays there. Uh, Big Miggy went deep yesterday, if you're curious about that. 4300 versus Hamill. But Josh Bell against Lance Lynn at 42 is very, very nice. Bell coming off a big weekend uh, for the Buckos. The farther down you go, like Eric Thames at home at 4,100 against Mikulis. Thames didn't play a ton this past weekend with the lefties on the mound, so someone to keep an eye on. Uh, a sneaky look for the day could be the Cardinals. They had a big game yesterday. They're facing um, – oh, where'd he go right here? Where's my – there it is. Facing Zach Davies, total of around 4.4. Lefty's 335, righty's 312 off Davies. Didn't give up a lot of power to right-handed bats last year. So, no, Jose Ramirez coming off a rough weekend yesterday, but he hit the crap out of the ball. He's 3800 bucks, so he's going to play first base outfield eligible. Let's keep an eye on him. Like, Matt Carpenter's 3500 Definite value at these positions if you need to pay up elsewhere. Another guy, if you want to go away from Jordan Montgomery, a guy that crushes left-handed pitching, C.J. Cron at 3K. I don't hate that at all if you want to go that direction. Second base, you got the likes of Dozier double-donged on Sunday. He's always in play at 4,400. Again, Whit Merrifield does hit lefties well. He's 39 versus Lariano if you're fading Lariano. You're just going to have to pick your poison on who you're taking today because it's uh, pitching's very, very bad. Scooter Jeanette at 35, some big upside in that ballpark. Chadwood's a big ground ball guy, so keep that in mind. But if he elevates it in that park, Scooter and company could have a lot of fun. So Scooter at 35, not bad at all. Neil Walker stays cheap. He's been moved all over that lineup. He's batted first, sixth, I think maybe seventh or eighth at a time for the Yanks. He's 3200 bucks. First game at Yankee Stadium with that short porch. So he could be a nice play there as the Yankees. You know, everyone's going to stack the big boys and try to figure out who's going to go yard. You know, the guys like Didi Gregorius have been crushing it, who we'll talk about in a minute. Neil Walker and company, those are the forgotten souls that you can definitely cash in on. The farther down we look at second base, it's going to be pretty bleak. Check lineups, a lot of home openers, so you should get the best of the best out there. That's kind of where we're looking on that one. Go over to third base. You have Chris Bryant coming off a big week, and he's 52. Uh, Travis Shaw, 
you just don't know what Mikulis you're going to get. So if you want to attack Mikulis, go 40s, 4200. Um, Candelario, 3800 versus Jason Hamill could be an interesting play there. But farther down we look, you got the likes of Brandon Drury coming off a big week, and he's 3400. You're going to get a lot of raised bullpen, and the raised bullpen was used a lot yesterday and over the weekend. So it depends on – it really – you might just get some sacrificial lamb out there that's going to have to take a beating. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this game works out. Maybe Pruitt throws five innings of just brilliance. Who knows? But, again, you know, Walker, Dini, Brandon Drury, these are the guys you can focus on to get away from the big boys and kind of differentiate yourself. He's 3,400. Colin Moran, 3,200 versus Lance Lynn could be a value if you need it. Miguel Andujar is supposed to be getting a lot of playing time. He's 3K versus Pruitt, so he's another option for you in that Yankees lineup. Value Yankees is going to be a nice thing while you can. Short stop. I mentioned Didi. He's 3,900, still too cheap. He's in hitting cleanup in that lineup in between the monsters. That's way too cheap. You have Paul DeYoung, who double-donged yesterday. He's 3,500 versus Zach Davies. I don't hate that at all. Uh, yeah, I mentioned Martinez earlier. I mentioned some outfielders coming up. Um, so definitely something to keep an eye on there. The farther down you look, uh, shortstop's a wasteland. Most of the slate's just a – it's not ideal. I'm only going to probably put one dart and just have some day action because the night slate's much better for your uh, entertainment value. But, yeah, check the lineups for shortstop. It's pretty, pretty – it might be DD and move on. Outfield, you got Giancarlo at 53, Judge at 5K, both looking nice there. Ian Happ, especially if he's leading off against Molle. Lefties crushed Molle last year. Happ at 48 could be outstanding. Big time upside on that one. Christian Yellick had a big weekend in San Diego. He's 4,600 in his Milwaukee debut, so I like that a lot. Polanco, he's been swinging it very well to start the year. Gregory Polanco, 4,500 versus Lance Lynn. See, I, I haven't, I played Stanton in, in the opening slate. I haven't played Judge or Stanton the rest of the year. I, I like to differentiate from everybody else and hopefully hit something there. You got Schwarber at 43 versus Molly. I like that a lot. This, the Cubs are, if you're not using Molly, because the kid's really, really good and could go off. These Cubs are uh, definitely in play. Lorenzo Cain at 41. We don't really know, have good data on Mikolas and his splits and everything because it's all coming over from Japan. But Kane leading off. He's been running, doing a lot of good things. He's $4,100. You know, Brett Gardner, 4K, coming off a nice weekend in uh, Toronto. Make sure he's in the lineup. Marcelo Zuna, nice game on Sundays, 3900 I like that price tag. Way too cheap for him. I mentioned Jose Martinez at 38 uh, Tommy Pham's at 36. So the outfielders in St. Louis definitely in play in that matchup yet again. Big time value at those price tags. Like that a lot. The farther down you go, if you want to roll the dice on C. Dick at 37, you can versus Lance Lynn. Again, lefties do hit Lynn very, very well. So keep your eye on that. But guys like Eddie Rosario against Tyon at 36, don't hate that at all. Uh, Dexter Fowler's only 3,500 versus Zach Davies. So keep your eyes on that one also. Some nice value there. These, these are cheap. That's why you can pay for tie on a Montgomery if you want. And then just kind of get some middle-of-the-road bats. There's a lot of upside because, you know, on days where there's those totals the way they are, that means there's going to be a lot of offense, a lot of home runs. You don't have to get, like, really cute going, I want Judge and Stanton. Yeah, sure, they're great. But it just opens up so many more options down below. Like Scott Shevler, if he cracks the lineup, He's 3100 bucks. You're looking for a guy at 31K that can run into a home run. That's perfect. If he goes over for four, you wouldn't be shocked. There's a reason he's 3100 bucks. But Shevler's also a guy that can hit one or two out in Great American Small Park. So there's things like that you look at. You know, if Jesse Winker's leading off for Cincinnati, $3,000. He's, he's got a little bit of speed. Even though Chatwood's a ground ball guy, maybe he hits a ground ball through the hole, steals a couple bases. 3K can get you definite value in return. Jorge Soler. 
you know, you know what you're getting with Solari. Either going to hit a bomb or he's going to strike out four times. He's three K versus Montgomery. Montgomery's going to give up homers. Again, lefties hit him better than righties. Solari's a big power guy. These are the things you're looking at down below when you're differentiating. He's, you know, he's priced next to Alex Gordon. Well, let's use common sense. We want the home run upside. This is where we're going. Stuff like that. So, see what the lineups uh, print out for you there. There's your your quick five game slate breakdown. Remember when you're looking at the pitching, you're looking at Montgomery up top. Um, Tyon, then Lynn, and then in the middle, you got like Liriano, Mikolas, Molle. If you want to get real crazy with Austin Pruitt, knock yourself out, but uh, not quite the ideal situation there. Before we get into your nine game slate, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, check them out in the App Store at Draft. It's a great new way to play fantasy sports. I've been playing it every day since baseball started. I played it during golf and football as well. They have, ba- they have basketball, which is fun if you're into that. Hockey, they have it all. But it is great. Uh, I've been doing very well in the baseball. There's there's head-to-heads, three-man, six-man, ten-man tournaments. You draft. You, you walk away. There's no trades. There's nothing. It's not like DraftKings where you know you can have dupe lineups or some players the same. It's a lot of fun. You get a pitcher. Then it's two infielder DH catchers and two outfielders. Five-man rosters. Drafts super quick. Filling all the time. You get paid out the next day. They also have some like qualifier ones where you know if you win that day, you go on to the next day, so on and so forth, five, six days later. You have your grand champion. Uh, there's a ton to like there. There's dream teams in there. You could have some of the same teams, but you pick the best of the best, whoever you want. You're not drafting against anybody. You just put your lineup in, and you rock and roll. So there's a lot to like with draft, and the best part is if you use promo code SD Sports on your first deposit, you get free entry into a $3 tournament. Plus, if you don't like draft, they'll refund up to $100 and call it good. But I think you like it. I think it's a lot of fun. So check them out, draft.com. In the App Store under Draft, use promo code SD Sports on your first deposit. You get entry in a free game. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. But until then, let's get into your nine-game slate where it's loaded, at least more loaded than the alternative, as you can imagine. Kicking it off up top with your pitcher, your highest-priced arm is Charlie Morton at eleven thousand one hundred dollars. Yep, Charlie Morton is expensive, and I kind of dig it. You know, he's coming off an insane year. He's a minus two fifteen favorite, which is definitely peak in the the, the day slate or the the slate period. K rate over twenty six percent last year. Ground ball rate of almost fifty two percent. Limited hard contact. It is Baltimore. It's one of those offenses that you know has a little talent, but not as much. They're just not terrifying. You got scope and and Machado. And then it's like, is Chris Davis going to be the guy today? You don't know. There's Mancini, maybe. There's a lot of question marks. So the lowest total on the slate at 384. Lefty's 249. Righty's 345. So it is reverse splits. That is something to definitely keep an eye on there. That is That does make Machado a little more enticing. But uh, with that short Crawford boxes there in left field in Houston. But Charlie Morton, 11-1. I think that price tag is going to scare a lot of people off. Keeps him very much in play. A guy I think a lot of people will flock to, and I like a lot, especially this year, is Mike Clevenger. He's 10-4 at the Anaheim Angels. Pretty, you know, a decent pitcher's park. Angels offense doesn't scare you. The the A's pitching staff did quite well against them this weekend. Uh, before the pen, the pen got beat up a little more than the starting staff did. Clevenger's coming in off a year t- almost over 27% K rate. He does walk guys. That's always been a problem with him. Last year, a 12% walk rate. If he can hone that in, and he's young, so maybe that's the next step. He gets the control. We're in for a big, big year from Mike Clevenger. So there's a lot to like there. 
The Angels team totals 4-4. Lefties 349. Righties 259. So Clevenger at 10-4 I do like. So Morton and Clevenger up top. I like them both. I like Morton a little more than Clevenger, but both are definitely on the radar. You know, Tanner Rourke's not bad. Lefties hit him well. He's in Atlanta. That terrifies me a bit. If you want to go there at 99, I get it. But I'm going 9400 bucks. Taiwan Walker, you know, that humidor that has not shown up this year is just laughable. But he is at home against the Dodgers. Taiwan Walker coming off another good spring. They're waiting for that next step to take place. K-rate over 21%. Ground ball rate of almost 49%. So there's a lot to like with Taiwan. I think people will be scared about that Dodgers offense. And they had a good weekend. We saw two games where they didn't do great. Lefty's 311, righty's 312 against Taiwan. So it could definitely be a gamble, but at 94, I do like him in that ballpark. And eventually that humidor should kick in, and he's one of the biggest beneficiaries of it on that staff. So Taiwan at 94 in play for me. The farther down we go, I'm looking at Chad Bettis at 8200 bucks at San Diego. We're going to target San Diego a lot this year, just like we did last year, especially in San Diego. You got Chad Bettis, you know, great story last year coming back from cancer. Um, didn't, you know, strike the world out when he first came back. Didn't walk many people. He had a big ground ball guy, limiting hard contact. Everything's going to keep coming back as he gets better. He's now he has a full spring under his belt. Lots to like with Chad Bettis. The Padres have one of the lowest totals on the slate of 4-2-2. So Bettis at 8200 bucks, definite upside in that matchup against the Padres. As we drop down, it gets kind of, yeah, I'm going to mention a name that you can just laugh at me if you'd like because I really like the Phillies offense, but pitching at City Field has its upsides. Matt Harvey at 7800 bucks, Big spring, velocity looking a little better. He had the strikeout working. It is terrifying with Matt Harvey. I get it completely. Um, when you're looking at that Phillies offense, it's very, very potent. The um, They do have the second lowest total on the slate, though, at 411. That's a little telling for me. Lefties did hit 426, righties 335 off Harvey last year. It did look like a different Harvey during the, the spring. Now, does that mean he's fixed? By no means. It's very terrifying. But 7800 bucks. there is definite upside against that Phillies team. That you saw pitchers like Fultonevich and others shut down for quite a while. So you can get a pretty decent start at 7800 bucks at a Harvey. You can also get blown up, though. So buyer beware. After Harvey, it gets a little more fun. You got the likes of Brian Johnson of the Boston Red Sox. He is... At the Miami Marlins, yes, we will target the Marlins early and often. Uh, $6,900 bucks in that pitcher's ballpark. Johnson made a few spot starts last year. Pitched really well for those that remember them. Uh, K-Rate was okay. Had a good year in Pawtucket. The Marlins, lefties hit 135 off Johnson. Righties 369. So there are some weapons in that Marlins lineup. We saw them get to Quintana on Sunday. So, but $6,900 bucks is way different than Quintana's price tag and is worth a look. The last guy I'm going to mention, he's a big-time ground ball guy. He's 5400 bucks, and that is uh, Brian Mitchell of the Padres pitching at home against the Rockies. Against the Rockies can be very terrifying. There's no doubt about it. Mitchell came over in the Chase Headley deal uh, with the Yankees. <clears throat> so we got to keep an eye on that. Big ground ball guy, over 54% ground ball, limited to hard contact. Strikeouts and walks weren't ideal last year in a small sample size. So we'll have to kind of keep an eye on things, but he's uber cheap if you want to go that direction. Uh, Rockies only have a 4-2-8 total. It's kind of lower third on the slate. So something to keep an eye on there with Mitchell. And then the last guy, this is just completely if you want to punt a pitcher. If you want to go high with like a Morton or a Clevenger, then punt another pitcher. Big Sexy's back. 
big sexy is back. Bartolo Colon. He's forty seven hundred bucks. The only reason why I'll mention he's super, super cheap, ridiculously cheap. The A's do have one of the highest totals. Lefties hit three eighty one. Righties three eighty one off Colon last year. So we know he got torched. He did pitch okay with the Twins when he came back. He'll be in a nice ballpark to pitch in tonight. Wind kind of blowing out though. So I want to mention him at forty seven hundred bucks as a complete dart option. Not ideal by any means, but he's definitely an option there. So down below, I got Brian Johnson 1, Harvey 2, Mitchell 3, Cologne 4. So yeah, pitching's not great. This is why I'll be paying for pitching tonight. You got Morton and Clevenger up top. In the middle, you got Walker and Bettis. And then down below, Johnson, then Harvey, Mitchell, and Cologne. That's where I'll be looking. You know, Ronaldo Lopez, big upside against Toronto, but the control's a, a disaster. So he's 6200 bucks. If you want to hope he's got his location, he can't strike out the world. So you got a guy like Lopez at 62, could be on your radar. I'm not putting a J.C. Ramirez against Cleveland, even if he pitches great, that's fine. Triggs is, is good, but at 8K, I don't want to pay 8K. Jaime Garcia facing the White Sox, I hit lefties well at 85 in that ballpark, I'll stay away. So that's where I'm looking at on that one. Again, Morton, Clevenger up top, Walker, Bettis in the middle. Then you got Johnson, then Harvey, Mitchell, and Cologne down below. Very ugly overall, but that's what you expect with totals like that. Ballparks that are getting used today. It's going to be some offense. Catcher position, you know, Gaddis is coming off to a very, very hot start to the year, facing Chris Tillman in Houston at 39. I don't hate it. Yasmani Grandal at 38, don't hate either against Taiwan Walker. But when you go down a little farther, it gets interesting. Wellington Castillo, if he's hit in the middle of that order, he does hit lefties very well in his career. He's 3,400 versus Jaime Garcia. So keep an eye on Beef Wellington at 34. Uh, Jonathan Lucre at 32 versus Bartolo Colon could be a nice value play picking on Colon in that one. Other than that, you jump down and it's just nothing real sexy. You know, Austin Hedges at 29, Jorge Alfaro at 29 versus Bettis and Harvey if you want to go there. Um, maybe Christian Vasquez at 2800 bucks for Boston against Richards. Blake Swihart's 28 as well. Those could be some cheaper options if you're punting catcher. Uh, Andrew Knapp caught a lot for the Philadelphia Phillies. If he's catching against Harvey, he's 2,600. Max, Max Stasi has been playing really, really well for Houston. He's 2,500. So there are going to be some cheaper options. Check your lineups if you want to go there. If not, up top, Gaddis and Grandal. Could be very nice with some beef Wellington in the middle. At the first base position, Goldie against Hungjin Ryu. At home, I love it. 4900 bucks. Great history for Goldie against Ryu. We'll get to later. Uh, Freddie Freeman, he's hit Rourke pretty well. Also, he's forty seven hundred. I mentioned I just I'm just, I like I like Rourke as a as a whole on the season. Pitching in that ballpark, it does terrify me. They have a four four total. Lefties three fifty six, righties two sixty eight. There's some good lefties in that Braves lineup. That's why I'll stay away there. A guy like Jose Abreu forty five hundred versus Jaime Garcia. I do like quite a bit. The White Sox team totals four five. Lefties two ninety three, righties three thirty three. A Jaime last year. So Jose Abreu at 45 could be very, very nice. There's a ton of targets on these slates. Again, you got Carlos Santana, 44 versus Harvey. He's in play. Cody Bellinger went ding-dong yesterday. He's 42. Matt Olson's only 4,100 versus Bartolo Colon. That's way too cheap. Way too cheap. If you are going to pick on Sean Newcomb, he's another guy I kind of looked at, but in that ballpark is that Nats offense. I didn't want to. Nats have a 4-6 total. Lefty's 330. Righty's 337 off Newcomb. Newcomb has strikeout stuff, but also has hang-me-bang-me stuff. It's a guy like Ryan Zimmerman at 4,000. Could be in play. you got Matt Davidson, the man of three home runs on opening day. He's first base, third base eligible at 4K. We know how he can hit lefties. We saw it on opening day. 
against Jaime at 4K. He'll be chalkier than normal today. Just keep an eye on that. But, you know, you can go Zimmerman or Olsen right around him to differentiate. Guy like Joey Gallo, first base outfit eligible, only 3800 bucks versus Andrew Triggs. That could be way too cheap as well. Um, when you're looking at the Texas Rangers, they have uh, lefties 281, righties 342 off uh, Triggs. Reverse splits guy, but Joey Gallo is Joey Gallo. Further down we go, like Marvin Gonzalez, first base outfield eligible. He's 3,700 versus Tillman. Someone to keep an eye on on that one. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Justin Smoke, big two home run game on Sunday, including that big grand slam. He's 3,400 versus Ronaldo Lopez. Um, Toronto's got one of the highest totals on the day behind the Houston Astros, a total around five. Lefty's 338, righty's 293 versus Ronaldo. So Justin Smoke at 3400 bucks in the middle of that order, cheap, way cheap. Uh, the farther down you look, you got guys like Hanley Ramirez at 33. If you can throw a dart at something, you're looking at this Richards kid, um, right-handed pitcher, really no history in the past. The Red Sox have the third highest total on the slates. So keep that in mind. After that, it gets very, very sketchy. Uh, maybe Kendrick Morales at 31 if he's in a lineup because Donaldson's been DH and some Morales has been the odd man out there. So keep that in mind. Uh, if Louis Valbuena cracks, he's 31. I'd go elsewhere, but uh, the GPP dart, I don't hate it. Other than that, check your lineups uh, and see what comes out. There'll always be value, especially with teams like Miami and others. Second base, Altuve at 49. Yes, every day. We don't have to go into that very often. DJ LeMahieu playing well. He's 4,400. I don't think I'll pay that much for him. He's played really, really well to start the year to kind of earn that bump. Guy like starting in Castro. He's 4,200 for Miami. Hit in the middle of the order against the lefty Johnson. Castro hits lefties very, very well. So he's a guy to keep an eye on in that matchup. Again, righties hit Johnson at 369 clip. So Castro at 42 will be no one will own him. Keep an eye on that. Yohan Moncada hits lefties okay. He's 4K. He's in play. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, 39. If he's especially towards the top of that order, gets Harvey. Don't hate that at all. Ozzy Albies at 36. I will use him a lot when his price is as low as it's been. Definitely on the radar in that one. You know, Ruben at Odor at 34 is not horrible. Jed Lowry at 33 I like a lot. If you need a cheap option, him and as Dribble Cabrera. Dribble Cabrera's been leading off. He's 3300 bucks going up against Ben Lively. Lefties hit 369 off Lively last year. Right, he's 316. So a guy like Azdrubo Cabrera, always overlooked. He's 3300 Him and Lowry both overlooked. Both 3300 bucks. Nice to Lowry's been hitting like cleanup in that lineup for 3300 bucks. As Drupal leading off. Those are things you're looking at when you're looking for value. Nice standing out points there. Other than that, Scott Kingery cracks the lineup. He's 2900 bucks. I tweeted out over the weekend. Young Harris Solarte has been starting at third. He's second base shortstop eligible on DraftKings. He's been starting at third with Josh Donaldson DHing. He's only 2900 bucks, and he's been in the middle of that lineup. So keep an eye on him. Another left-handed bat versus Ronaldo Lopez. Stupid cheap. So keep an eye on those kind of players. Let's head over to the third base position where we started off with Manny Machado at 47. It's not bad versus Morton. Uh, if Morton struggles, that Baltimore stack could win all the money. I just, I just don't know if I can go there, but we'll see. But Machado's 4700 bucks, definitely in play. Arenado at 45, he's in play most days, period. Rendon against Newcomer, like a lot of 44. Rendon deep on Sunday, facing that left. He's definitely in play at $4,400. The farther down we look, you got guys like Bregman at 43, he's not bad. Donaldson at 41, yeah. You get Davidson at 4K, he'll be extremely popular, and rightfully so. Uh, Rafael Devers at 37, I don't mind that against Richards, but in second in that lineup. Matt Chapman at 36 took... uh, 
Otani deep on Sunday. 3,600 bucks for that kind of power. Very, very nice. Beltre at 35 as well. Two nice options. There's a lot of good mid three prices out here. So if you need to pay up tonight, you can definitely do it. Don't hate these options at all. Let's take a look at the short stop position. Carlos Correa is having a great start to the year. 4,800 bucks. Trey Turner, he went deep over the weekend. He's 48. Uh, Lindor at 45. Good day on Sunday. Bogart starting out the real year really, really well. He's 4200 bucks. So I might you know save some money and go that direction. Then we drop down. You got Tim Anderson, double dongs on opening day. He's facing the lefty. Garcia at 3900 bucks. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Simeon at 37 can be very, very nice in that matchup as well. The farther down you look, Freddie Galvis at 32 is definitely in play. He's been starting out the year very, very nicely for the Padres. So he's, he's a nice nicer value look in that matchup. Dansby Swanson's 3K. You know, he's facing the righty, so it's not ideal. But again, Yanhero Salarte, second base shortstop eligible at 2900 bucks. If he's in the middle of that order, he's almost a must-play shortstop. At that price tag, even if he's chalky, you take that 2900 bucks and you just move elsewhere. Outfield, you know, Harper at 53 is not bad at all. He double-donged on Sunday, including a bomb after someone told him he's overrated. Yes, you're an idiot. Uh, Springer, great start to the year. Trout is Trout at 51. You just don't fade Trout if you can't. Just do what you got to do there. But then guys like Hoskins at 49, great start to the year. He's facing Harvey. I like that a ton uh, at $4,900. Adam Eaton started out of the year insanely well. He's already gone yard twice. He's leading off in Washington. It is lefty-lefty, though. So keep in mind that Newcomb did do okay versus lefties. Just keep that in mind, sort of. K with a Chris Davis at 46 versus Bartolo. Yeah. But a guy here, A.J. Pollock, always overlooked. 4500 bucks Hits lefties extremely well. And he's starting out the year very, very well. So definitely a guy to keep an eye on at 4500 bucks. Could be a, a lower-owned, nice option tonight. Uh, as you go down, you know, Mookie Betts, not bad. J.D. Martinez will get going here real soon. Adam Jones, nah. Upton. Puig starting out well. He's 4100 Jay Bruce at 41 could be a nice source of power and overlooked against uh, Ben Lively. Someone to keep in the mind there. Ben Nintendi's 4K. He kind of got off to a slower start, but still not bad. Facing Richards and then some Miami bullpen most likely. Again, Joey Gallo at 38 I do like quite a bit. That's just cheap for that power upside. Marwin Gonzalez at 37 I like as well. First base outfield eligible. Go down some more guys like Ender and Ciarte leading off against Rourke at 36. Don't hate it. Odebel Herrera at 36 in the middle of that order. Definitely in play. That price tag's too cheap. Here we go again in the middle of the threes and below with some nice options to differentiate your lineups if needed. Nomar Mazzara at 35 versus Triggs. I know I mentioned Triggs reverse splits, but still, some of these power options, not bad at all. If Nick Williams cracks the Phillies lineup, he's 34. Some value down here. Matt Joyce, he likes they, they lead him off a lot when he's in the lineup, but regardless, if he's lead off, it's really nice, but regardless, because Bartolo Colon, Joyce at 3,400. Nice upside of that. Josh Reddick at 33 versus Tillman as well. Uh, they had him towards the top of the order the other day when he was cheap. He played pretty well. I like him again at 3,300. Nice, cheap option in that lineup. There will be other ones as lineups come out, but just keep an eye on them. Like Bradley Zimmer versus Ramirez at 32 could be in play. Lewis Brinson, I'd like a lot at 3200 bucks. Facing the lefty Johnson, Brinson's been leading off. He's been you know, getting on base, doing his thing nice and earlier this year. Again, righty's 369 off Johnson last season. So Lewis Brinson at 3200 nice value play. Uh, Sensu Chu at 32 is nice and cheap also. Derek Fisher cracks the line at 3,100. That's one of those, like, when, he, when they bat him 8th or ninth, he can do the reverse the reverse stack, put him at the bottom with Springer and Altuve or whatever, get a little wraparound stack. I don't hate that either. 
Other than that, check your lineups. You know, Cameron Maben at 3K versus Johnson. That's very, very nice. Nice right-handed bat there against him. Super cheap. Should be in the middle of that order. Other than that, that's really all that stands out right now until we see some lineups. So, recapping your pitching up top, Morton, Clevenger on this nine-game slate. In the middle, Walker Bettis down below, Brian Johnson, uh, Matt Harvey, Mitchell, and Cologne. Just pick your poison. You might want to pay up today and go from there. Again, if you're stacking, you know, Yankee, this is for overall for the day. Yankees are always in play. The Astros are still going to absolutely love lefties 429, righties 400 last season. So, just wherever you can find nice value stacks in there or just one-offs if you need somebody, there you go. Boston versus Tre- the righty Trevor Richards could be nice. The A's is big. The A's versus Big Bartolo. Lefty's three eighty one, righty's three eighty one last year. When should we blowing out that matchup? Mentioned some guys that are really really cheap in there: Olson, Lowry, and others. You know the Cubs versus Tyler Molle. Lefty's three ninety nine, righty's two seventy four. So some of those Cubs lefties and Schwarber and Rizzo, and so uh, Ian Happ, so on and so forth in that ballpark. Always a nice play. Brewers versus Mikolas is interesting to see what we get out of that. Brewers could be very, very sneaky in that matchup. Indians versus Ramirez. Lefties 374, righties 282 last year. Keep an eye on that one. Tigers versus Hamill. Dodgers versus Taiwan, maybe. But White Sox versus Jaime. Lefties at three, or, or righties at 333 off Jaime last year. Lefties 293. Keep that in mind. So on and so forth. There's a lot of options when almost all your totals are nine. You're going to find a lot of great stacking options. When it comes to your BVP for the day, um, there wasn't a ton that stood out because just sample size wise, like Jordy Mercer of Pittsburgh, 10 for 27, three doubles, a triple, and a homer off of Lance Lynn. Josh Harrison, 10 for 29, three doubles, and two homers. So those are some decent samples. Cervelli, Marte have also hit him okay. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, 7 for 22 doubles off Jason Hamill. Miggy hit, like I said, went yard on Sunday, so that's a good thing to see there. Um, here's one. If Jed Jericho, who I I, can, I don't believe he's active because he hasn't played much at all, uh, I'm pretty sure he's still injured. But if for some reason he gets activated and he's in the lineup today, against Zach Davies, he's 10 for 16 lifetime with three doubles and a homer. Matt Carpenter, he's 8 for 18 with four doubles and two homers. Marcelo Zuna, 5 for 11 with a double. Colton Wong and Dexter Fowler have both taken him yards, so there's definitely a lot to like in that Cardinals lineup. Um, other than that, nothing really in that game. Evan Gaddis, 4 for 8, 2 doubles against Tillman. Bregman's 3 for 3 with 2 homers off of Tillman. Small sample, but that's pretty nice. Colby Rasmus, 7 for 14 with a homer off Charlie Morton. Uh, that's Cesar Hernandez, 4 for 11 off Matt Harvey. He's actually done pretty well against Philly, surprisingly. Uh, Braves versus Tanner Roark. Ender and Ciarte hitting 409. 9 for 22 with two doubles, a triple, and a homer. Marqueca, 7 for 25 with a double and three homers. Freddie Freeman, 11 for 37 with four doubles. So there is something to like there. Anthony Rendon, 1 for 1 with a double off Newcomb. Really, there's a total of nine at-bats in that Nationals lineup versus Newcomb. A lot of guys have not seen him at all. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt hitting 429 off Ryu, 9 for 21 with two doubles and two home runs. AJ Pollock, 8 for 24 with a double and a triple. I like the little two man stack if necessary. Uh, Jock Jams, 4 for 8 with a double off Taiwan Walker. Jed Lowry, 3 for 7 with a double off Bartolo. Uh, da, da, da. Not much else here the rest of the slate. Will Myers, he's injured. He might not even play today. He's 8 for 16 with a, uh, three doubles, a triple, and a homer off Chad Bettis. Austin Hedges has a homer off Bettis as well. 
So there you have it. Five-game slate covered, nine-game slate covered. We have your Monday, April 2nd cover. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Uh, record another Bench with Bubba tonight with Brent Chesser of Baseball HQ. Check out the recent ones with Justin Mason, Eric Cross, and so many others. Uh, we'll keep doing it throughout the baseball season for you. Uh, recording the Masters preview of always pressing PGA DFS pod with myself, Bucks, and Jesse tonight. So get ready for that big golf weekend here. It was a lot of fun last weekend. My 6-of-6 six six lineup did very, very well. Hope to bring it into the Masters as well. We've got uh, so much more coming up. We'll have another around the bases tomorrow night. We've got a big UFC 223. Tony Ferguson out. Max Holloway in for the title fight. We'll record that on Wednesday night. So a lot coming up this week on these Sports Gens. Check us out. Get ready for your MLB DFS action today. Hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick, with your questions. Check us out in the Slack chat. Sometimes active, sometimes not, but... You'll get a hold of me a lot more there and instead of just DMing me all the time. I, I'll answer the DMs when I can, but that Slack chat will get my attention a lot more. And if I can't help you, there's other people there that will give you their advice as well. So check that out. Um, check out Draft, our sponsor at Draft.com or on the on this pro, the App Store at Draft. Use promo code SD Sports for free entry into a tournament. Good luck today. I will catch you guys on Tuesday. This is MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, April 2nd edition. I'm out.